y'all fake caring about today, man. I ain't been on this thing in like almost two weeks to talk to y'all. So what's what's up? What's cracking, man? Y'all still out here crying about these damn passport bros and all that stuff? Caring about a volleyball player called the N-word. What are you talking about that? Uh, I saw something. What was that? It was that um, something about some volleyball player got called the N-word during the game or something like that. To my knowledge, they've yet to find the person, so we got that going on. Then what else? My timeline is flooded with passport bro conversations. I don't, I totally don't understand the whole passport bro argument. Like, I don't even get why that's a thing. Then we got Aerie Spears and, um, what's her girl's name? Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish or something like that. Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish. Got that going on. I don't know, man. It just don't seem like there's really been much. It seems like black YouTube's been kind of dead, kind of boring lately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Hollywood. So did any of y'all see that video of Aerie Spears, Tiffany Haddish doing that little skit? I was watching Angela Stanton King yesterday. And um, she yeah, she showed the whole video. So if you haven't seen the video, it's a little disturbing <laughs> to put it. It's a little disturbing, and I'm a little I'm a little heartbroken because Aerie Spears is one of my favorite comedians. That dude is funny as hell. I've been a fan of Aerie Spears for years. But I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed. I don't know if I could totally cancel him, but <laughs> if you've seen that video, it was, it was hella creepy. You know, it just kind of makes you wonder, why would you make a skit like this? You know what I'm saying? Well, it wasn't juke joint. It wasn't, it wasn't no explicit stuff that'll get you sent to jail. But it was just. Why would you make a video like this? You see what I'm saying? Like, I get it, it's a skit. It's supposed to be funny, which I didn't find it funny. But still, I'm just trying to understand, like, why would you make a skit, especially with some of the things that they were doing with the whole breaking out the, the baby oil and him rubbing the baby oil on the kid's back and... Then they got the kid on the floor in his underwear, and he, you know, they just zooming in on his, you know, on his little butt. This is like, who, who, who thought this was a good idea? You know what I'm saying? Who thought this was a good idea? But I don't know. I guess, I guess these people, people, people these days, even so-called celebrities, feel like I guess they got to do whatever they got to do to try to get put on. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that you need to go see it. I'm just saying I was watching it when Angela Stanton King, she did a whole live stream on it yesterday, and she showed the whole thing, uh, at least the video with the boy, because apparently there's another video with the girl, the older sister, and they got her, apparently in that video from what I heard, Tiffany Haddish is essentially teaching this girl 
how to give fellatio with a substance. I don't know. I ain't seen it. I don't know. But it's 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 uh boy, I tell you, man. The thing the things Negroes do for entertainment, to create so-called entertainment is is out of this world. Now with the whole canceling of because I know people are talking about they want to cancel Tiffany Haddish and, and uh Aries Spears. Here's what I think is gonna happen. If any canceling happens or anybody gets affected by any canceling, it'll probably be Tiffany Haddish. Cause she's getting all that Hollywood money. Aries Spears, I think he I think he'd be alright, because he's more of a chitlin circuit type of comedian. So he'll still be able to go out there and do do whatever he do. But Tiffany, depending upon how serious they push this, this might this might be a problem for her career, potentially. But I don't know. But I just thought it was, I was just like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, y'all can't, y'all y'all doing way too much. What's up, NYC? I just got back from, uh, I was out. I was near the beach today. I didn't go to the beach, but I was out there on driving up and down the strip, trying to be seen, <laughs> spending money on the wife insurance. Oh, yeah, I agree, man. Leave the kids alone, man. Like I say, that skit was 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 uh, deplorable, to say the least. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, uh, I don't know when they did the skit. I'm not sure. I, I want to say, I don't know. I'm not sure. I know it was it was a couple years ago. I know that. But still, I don't. I, I'm just trying to understand, like, because the name of the skit was called. What was it called? Something through the eyes of a pedophile or something? I don't know. <coughs> Off top, I got a problem with the name because I used to live next door to a pedophile, right? Didn't know it because obviously pedophiles, they don't come outside and advertise to the world that they're pedophiles, right? But I lived next door to this white dude for five or six years. Um, anyways... I don't even think I don't even know his damn name, but we used to, you know, just see see each other on some neighbor stuff. Hey, how you doing, neighbor? Cut the grass, share a couple words, and you know that was it. But anyways, the whole time living next door to this dude, dude was in there doing some uh, illegal activities, right? And obviously nobody knew because I never went in his house. He never came in my house. But it got discovered one day I was going to work. And it was like 20 FBI cars outside of my house, right? Going to see him. <laughs> so they coming in and out the house, taking computers, all types of electronics. And um, I see the dude a couple days later coming home, like nothing happened. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> like they just, cause you know, the word got out while they was raiding his house. But then I see him a couple days later coming back to the crib just coming and going like like nothing's wrong. So I was like, you know, normally somebody gets in trouble with something like that, you don't you don't expect to see that person ever again. But he came back home. So he was home for a few months. I guess life returned to normal. Well, normal for him, because you know, once you get that label put upon you, you you forever got like a asterisk above your head. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of the things you never want to be accused of. You never want to be accused of sexually assaulting somebody or being a child molester. 
those things will forever haunt you. Even if you're proven innocent, in my opinion, it's still going to be an asterisk hovering, you know, hovering above your head. But anyways, fast forward a couple months, going to work again. FBI is outside the crib, 20 more cars lined up, going to see him. So they came, raided the spot, and this time I, I never seen him again. Last time I saw him, he popped up on this Facebook page that I follow when I was living in Augusta, Georgia. It's this Facebook page called The Jail Report. Basically, if you get arrested in Augusta, Georgia, they pretty much post your face on this page, right? And his face posted up on there. Hey, what up, Royce? Anyways, dude got sentenced. My neighbor got sentenced to a, a life sentence plus 600 years in prison. Like, that's his actual sentence. Life plus 600 years. That's what they gave this dude, right? And so, came out, I discovered, like, what was going on. So, apparently, he was in that house looking at kitty sites and all this crazy stuff. But in addition to that, he was in there abusing his stepson because he was married to this woman and she had a son. I had seen the son every now and then because I think the son, he was back and forth between Augusta, Georgia and Atlanta where his father lived. And he was like real young. So I seen the kid a couple times, right? But um, I want to say he was probably like eight, nine years old, every, you know, whenever I saw the kid, but whatever. But anyways, I seen the wife, let me see. What happened? So how did I find out? Oh, yeah. So basically, so he gets arrested. And then, you know, the wife, I don't see her. I think she moved out the house. And then I noticed the house went on the market. I, well, I thought the house went on the market, right? Because, you know, for obvious reasons, because apparently he was in that house abusing her son. But so this other couple moved in, and I had thought they bought the house. So they was living there for a few months, and then they moved out. And then I seen the lady again that you know the one i was married to the molester and i was talking to her because i because i was like damn she back and it turns out she never sold the house she was just renting it out she had moved out so anyways we talking and then she just like i said i had never even talked to this woman the whole five six years i was living next door to this woman I, i've literally never even had a conversation with her i think i had a conversation with her maybe once or something hey how you doing every type of stuff anyway she saw me i think i was outside cutting my grass and um she just started talking to me and just like broke down and told me everything that was going on. Like what happened? You know, this is like months and months later, probably like a year later or something. And so she told me he was in there looking at all kind of freaky deaky stuff, dealing with children. And then he was abusing her kid and her kid, I guess he ended up going to a therapist and he confessed to the therapist what was going on. And then that's what caused the FBI to get involved which eventually rounded him up. And like I say, sentenced him to a, a life sentence in prison plus 600 years. And to make matters even weirder, right? I remember when I had this house, I had like a very big backyard in this house, right? And I remember one day this dude had asked me, could I sell a piece of my backyard to him? Because there was a, because basically I had my fence in the backyard, but it was like in in the middle of the yard, right between you know where my house is, where my property line, and then I had my fence back there, so I didn't have my whole fenced 
I didn't have my whole backyard fenced in. It was like a significant portion that wasn't fenced in, right? And he had came up to me one day and asked me, could he buy that so he can park an RV back there? And of course I told the dude no, cause I'm like, that's my property. I don't want to be walking out in my backyard and see a damn RV in my backyard. You know what I'm saying? But then after he got arrested, I thought about it. I was like, oh, Jesus, what if he wanted to buy that to park his RV behind my house so he can use that RV as his uh, little abuse mobile? You know, where he's in there just going to town, doing all kind of crazy stuff. And this would have been happening right behind my house. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I never sold that uh I never sold anything to this dude, but it just it just dawned on me, like I say, after he got arrested as to why he was maybe why he was inquiring about buying a piece of my backyard that I, I wasn't using. I was like, hell no. So anyways, the moral of the story is you never know who you're living next door to, man. You gotta be protective of your kids at all times. Whether they're family members, friends. Cause uh Tiffany Haddish, from what I heard or what I read, she, um, them kids, she was like a play-play aunt to those kids because she had her and the mother of those children were uh, really good friends. I guess they met when she was on the come-up as a comedian or something. So here she is. She over here taking her little play-play niece and nephew, putting them in these skits that are highly suspect, that are on some, on some R. Kelly crap. Now, speaking of R. Kelly, while they was doing the skit, they had the audacity to be playing R. Kelly's um, I Don't See Nothing Wrong With A Little Bump and Grind. I was just like, nigga. So basically, you got Aerie Spear. Like, so basically, the skit opens up. Tiffany is walking down the stairs, and she's holding this seven-year-old kid. Kid is in nothing but his underwear. No shirt, no shoes, just straight Scooby-Doo underwear. And she goes up to Aries, who's walking in the house, and I guess he's playing her uncle. And she's like, hey, uncle can you watch so-and-so while I go do whatever, whatever? And uncle's like, yeah, sure, I'll watch him. So she puts the kid down, and the kid's staring at Aries, and Aries is looking at him, and he's making these little creepy little little stares at the kid and then winks at the kid like that. You know, because like I say, keep in mind, the, whole, the name of the skit is Through the Eyes of a Predator, right? So then they cut to this scene where Aries is sitting on a couch, and the kid is on the floor, playing with a little train set in his little Scooby-Doo underwear. And Aries got a newspaper in front of his face, right? But on the newspaper, there are two holes cut out in the newspaper where, he's, where he can see through. And so he's watching the kid through the newspaper, all with the, making these little seductive looks at the kid. And this is where they're, the person who's filming, they're over here zooming in on the kid's little butt. It's just like, what the hell? Then they show the kid playing with the train and... He's kind of playing with the train in a seductive manner, and they got the, I, you know, it was just like, I'm just, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not even making this up, General. That, that's what happened. And then there was a scene where Aries is sitting on the couch, and the kid is sitting in between Aries' legs with his back facing Aries, and Aries still got the newspaper up, but then he reaches down and grabs like this, this uh, thing of baby oil and squirts some on the kid's back and starts rubbing it on the kid's shoulders and back. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, what the, what, like, what, what the hell is this, right? So then, so that was, that was like the first scene. The second scene, Tiffany is upstairs in the bathroom. <laughs> Tiffany is upstairs in the bathroom with the boy, right? 
the boy is taking a bath. And then she calls Aries in. She's like, hey, uh, uncle such and such, can you watch my kid? I got to go make a run. You know what I'm saying? And Aries like, sure. So the kid's in the tub. Aries comes in there talking to the kid. He says something. I can't remember what he said, but... Anyways, as you know, you see Aries pouring water on the kid's feet, and he gets into the tub with the kid, and and then they cut, then they cut the, they, that's the end of that scene. But here, and then finally we get to the third scene, right? The third scene. Here comes Tiffany again with the boy. So Aries is in the kitchen at the table, and Air and Tiffany's like, "Hey, Aunt, can you watch my kid?" Because basically Tiffany, she's playing. Basically, from what I got, she's playing like this this little hood rat chick that just wants to drop her kid off so she can go out there and turn up in the club. Like that's that's cause she said she was going to the post office. And there was like the post office at nine o'clock. She was like, Yeah, you know the post office, you know, you know, they, you know that's the spot where everybody goes. So basically she's just dropping her kid off so she can go out and party. But here's where it gets here's where it gets even creepier, right? So the kid got his comic books, right? So the kids on the floor are reading the comic books. Aries is sitting in a chair. The kid got the comic books up in front of his face like Aries had the newspaper. But the comic book has two holes cut out. And now the kid is staring at Aries Spears through the comic book. And then when he's staring at Aries Spears, Aries Spears is now at the table in his damn underwear with no shirt on, sitting at the table to, to basically give the impression that the kid is undressing Aries with his eyes. And then it shows the kid get up, go over to Aries, and take baby oil and start rubbing it on Aries, and he's massaging Aries. And then it cuts off, and then the end of the skit cut. The end of the so-called skit says uh, something about uh, watch your kids. Uh, you know, be mindful of who's watching your kids, right? And then that's the that's the end of the skit with the little seven-year-old kid, right? So, like I say, it wasn't no, you know, something that'll get you put in prison if you watch it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's still disturbing in the fact that who would think to make who who would think to make a skit like this? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Australia says, was it a message? Yes, it was a message, but was that the type of message that you should be creating? You know what I'm saying? Like to where you're, I think I, I think you could have found I think they could have found a better way to deliver that message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That didn't involve a skit with a seven-year-old in his drawers and he they're, they're kind of filming him to where this kid is look like he's doing seductive things you know what i'm saying i, I think there, there could have been another way to do this skit without having this kid involved you know what i'm saying it was it was just maybe they could have maybe they could have got another grown person to pretend like this person was a kid you know what i'm saying yeah i don't know but it, it was just hella creepy you know what I mean? Um, like I said, I saw it on Angela Stanton King. She took the live stream down because she was snapping. Like, I watched it yesterday or whatever day. But it was, uh, you know, it was, it was hella disturbing. But then there was another video where the boy, he had a, his older sister was 14 at the time, and they did another video with her. But I didn't see this video. But they're, what they're saying is, in this video, it has something to do with a Subway sandwich. And apparently, uh, supposedly, Tiffany Hathers is teaching the girl how to give fellatio or sloppy toppy with the Subway sandwich. Like, that's what I heard. But I haven't seen that video. But anyways, now the kids, they're threatening, they're, they're trying to sue Aerie Spears. 
They're, they're saying that they're traumatized. And look, I can kind of see how some of these kids might be traumatized, especially the seven-year-old. It's like, come on, son. You really got, you really got this kid. Cause listen, I got a seven-year-old son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this kind of this hits home for me. Like, my, my youngest son is seven. So I'm just like, they're like well, how, how would I feel if I saw a video of my seven-year-old son being used in a skit and some nigga is, is putting baby oil on my son. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like this is the type of stuff niggas might die over. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas will really get killed out in the streets over that crap. You know what I'm saying? For, for messing with my kid. So, that's why I'm just like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have found a better way to convey the message of protecting your children and being cautious of who they're around. There, there could have been a better way to do that. So if, if they get canceled, and like I say, look, I, I'm a fan of Aerie Spears' comedy. I think the dude's hella funny. That dude is hella funny. I've been a fan of him for years. But, you know, if he gets canceled, I, I'm not going to shed a tear. It's just like, you know, it is what it is, bro. You know, you, you, sh you should, y'all should have thought of something else. But I don't think a canceling would actually affect him because he's not a mainstream, he's not a, he's not a Kevin Hart, he's not on Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle type of level. He's more of a chitlin' circuit type of dude, so he'll be all right. But Tiffany Haddish, I never cared for her to begin with. I never thought she was funny, period, so I don't really care. Yeah, they could have did a cartoon. They could have had an adult person. You know, I, I don't know, but they actually had a seven-year-old child, man. And like I say, it was just it was just hella creepy. Like I say, it wasn't no full-blown, oh, you know, they ain't there doing some crazy stuff. Nah, but it was like right there at the at the line to where it's like, my nigga, y'all really did this, and, and y'all thought it was gonna be funny. Like, who, who, who told y'all that this was a good idea? Like, out of out of two comedians, Aries and Tiffany, and then the camera people filming it, and whoever wrote the script, or you know, whoever else was involved in the production, nobody thought that. Everybody thought that this was okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody paused for a second to think, like, maybe this isn't a good idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody thought this. You know what I mean? What's up, Sister George? But that, that's, that's, that's what happened. And like I say, I have a seven-year-old son, and I'm just like, nigga. You know what I'm saying? No. You know what I mean? Niggas be getting killed and going to, going to jail around here. You know what I'm saying? Anybody put my son in a compromising position like that, you know what I mean? It's just, I, I couldn't imagine it. You know what I mean? It's like I take my kids to martial arts, right, with me and my wife. Dude, I'd be up there in the practice. Matter of fact, when my oldest son, my oldest son is 16, dude, I, sometimes I'd be, be the only, sometimes I'm the only parent up in there watching. It'd be like, I don't know, eight other, eight other teenagers in there and, you know, a couple adults who are taking the little kickboxing class that my son takes. I'd be the only, sometimes I'd be the only adult in there watching. <laughs> like, and this is my, my, my boy's 16, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm up in there, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely up in there with my, my youngest son. And like, I'm not saying anything's crazy happening out there, but, you know, just, just the fact, I'm, dude, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I'm there. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't, you can't be trusting people. Like I say, I lived next door to a child molester for five years before he was discovered. So I got hella trust issues with, my, with, with, with people around my children. You know what I'm saying? Nothing happened to my kids, but... 
Just the mere fact that I lived directly next door to one for five years and nobody knew, because like I said, he, it's not like he came outside with a t-shirt on saying he's a child molester. He wasn't discovered until the FBI was all up and down my street coming to get him. I was like, what the hell? So, you know, I got, you know, when it comes to the babies, especially my kids, I don't fuck around with that shit at all. Family, friends, anybody can get it over my kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they dug up that skit because uh, he talked about Lizzo. Well, from what I hear, the kids have been trying to, the kids and the mom have been trying to go after Aries for a couple years. But it's probably gaining mad attention because of the Lizzo thing. So, but still. Regardless, here's the thing, regardless of the whole Lizzo thing, right? They still did the skit. Like, if the, if the Lizzo joke, if Larry Spears had never said anything about Lizzo, he still did the skit. That, or him and Tiffany still did that skit. You can't, you can't get around that. It's like, my nigga, what, what was y'all thinking? Who thought this was a good idea? So they still did it. You know what I mean? So yeah, my mother, what'd you say? My mother didn't start going back to the bar scene until I was old enough to watch myself. Okay. The creepy choir director vibe. Yeah, man, you gotta be, you gotta be cautious. You watch, leave your kids around, man. I don't play that crap at all. I remember, I remember, what was it? My youngest son was my oldest. That was my youngest son. He was at daycare one day. And he was like, he, he couldn't even walk, right? So I, I come into the daycare center to pick him up. I see some random lady holding my son that don't work there. I was about to, I, I, I walked in that, <laughs> I walked into that little infant, that little infant area, all the infants be, and I was about to start flipping tables. Like, who is, who is this bitch holding my son? Like, that was the first thing that went through my mind. But as soon as I came in, the woman holding my son looked at me, and then the daycare worker looked at me, and I guess I had this look on my face like, you know, basically conveying, who is this bitch holding my son? That type of look. And then before I can even say anything, they both said to me, oh, he just crawled over to me. Well, it turns out she was the mother of another kid in there. And my son just happened to crawl up to her and she picked my boy up. Wow, you know, whatever. It was on some, some you know what I'm saying? Some legit innocent stuff, you know, because she was there to pick up her kid. But my kid was on the floor crawling around. And I guess he, I guess he crawled up to her and she just picked him up. But like I said, when I initially went in, because, you know, we first walked through the daycare, the infant room is right there on your left. And they got like this glass window so you can see right into the room as soon as you're coming through the front door. So as soon as I came through the front door, I look and I see her holding my kid. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so I was like, I, said, I was about to go on there on a mission. Like, no, you don't, you don't pick my kid up. But, you know, luckily I didn't have to flip no tables over. She was actually there to pick up her kid. My son just happened to be there next to her foot. <laughs> so, but still. And I was ready to go in there and set it off over my boy. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck around with that shit. Yeah, you got female molesters out there too, man. Yeah, that's real too. I don't mess around with my babies. You know what I mean? But like I say, it, it turned out to be legit innocent. You know what I mean? So, we 
it. Like I said, when I came, when I had, listen, I had that look on my face like, like Biggie kicking in the door, waving the 4-4. I had that look like, who is this chick? You you are not you are not Mrs. G Dizzle. Why are you you do not work here? Why is my son in your arms? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a registered sex offender in my neighborhood who is a woman. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Go they got a whole website for that crap. Go on the um at least down here in Florida. There's a website you could type up. I can't remember what it's called, but they they keep track of where all these people live, so you go so you you you'd be surprised who might be in and around your neighborhood. That's that's on the sex offender list. Now, based off based off of my knowledge, I don't know if they distinguish between what type of offense somebody may have committed. Because you know if you go let's just say you you go pee outside in the alley, you get caught p taking a piss in the alley. Technically, that can get you on that list as a sex offender. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know if you, when you visit this website, I can't remember what it's called, but you go visit the site, put in your address, and they'll, it'll populate all the registered sex offenders around your area that live in and around you. I don't know if they make a distinction as to who, what type of offense, you know what I'm saying, that somebody may have been convicted of. What do I think about the Rude Imp situation? So I heard about that. I was kind of watching it here and there. So, based off of my knowledge of Rude M, he's another YouTuber, in case you guys don't know. So, apparently, he's been doxxed. And in his doxing, this is based off of what I've heard and seen, in his doxing, people are saying that he was on a sex offenders list for messing with the, with the, with the babies, right? But then he came back and said that he wasn't convicted of anything or accused of that crap, and his name's not on that list, but then I caught the tail end of a Grandmaster Troll stream or something where people were saying that he may have did this when he was like 12 years old to a six-year-old and maybe that prevented him from popping up on the list. I don't know. So listen, I don't know. I just, I just heard bits and pieces. But I'm not saying that the dude did anything or not. I don't know. But... What I will say is, I wouldn't be surprised, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't know who these people are that make these videos. You don't know who these people are that create the videos, and you don't know the people who are watching the videos or who are in the comments. Like, we all, I mean, let's keep it a buck. None of us really know each other. Unless, you know, unless we've met each other face to face or we got past history, like, like Royce. Me and Royce, we've known each other since 2002. So we know each other. Everybody else, y'all don't know me, I don't know y'all. So I'm not saying that y'all are bad or whatever, but you don't know people, you know what I'm saying? You know, you can't, you can't let this social media stuff confuse you because you know, you listen to these people, you watch them, you hear their voices, and you, and, you know, you build up some type of, you know, rapport, you think you're building up some type of rapport with the person, you feel like you know them, but do you really know them when they cut the cameras off? Like, what's really going on in their personal life? What they may be into? You don't know. So, like I say, I, I, you know, I don't know anything about Rude M other than, you know, the couple lot. I've never had an interaction with the dude. So, I, you know, based off of what I know about him, he's one of those YouTubers that just likes to, I guess he's in the so-called beef sector of black YouTube. I guess he's one of those 
type of YouTubers that likes to beef and go back and forth with people. That's not my thing. So like I said, I've never had interactions, but I did hear that. And he's saying it's not true. So people have, you know, Grandmaster Troll pulled up the paperwork and based off of what I've heard, I mean, you know, bits and pieces, it doesn't appear to be true. But then there's this other element about did he do something when he was a minor, which prevented him from popping up on, uh, I guess, the adult registry or something. I don't, I don't know how any of that crap works. I don't know. But it wouldn't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't put it past, you know, nothing's going to surprise me anymore. It's, it's a whole bunch of... A whole bunch of shady people out there that are, that are making videos, reinventing themselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, they say, yeah, several around my area. I seem, I seem most be older. Yeah, it's funny about stuff like that. Children are drawn to me. First thing I tell them is not to talk to strangers if a parent isn't around them. Yeah, I was at the store today. I was, um, there's this, there's this Air Force base out in Cocoa Beach I went to today. I ain't been on the military installation in forever, so I went out there. I went to the PX, it's the post exchange, and I was in the back talking to this dude, the firearms dude, um, just checking out the guns and stuff. So anyways, I'm getting ready to leave the gun section. I see this little, like, four-year-old kid sitting, you know, on the shelf just crying. I was like, I'm looking around like, whose kid is this? You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't, I just kind of stood there. I wasn't like close to the kid, but I just kind of stood just looking around like, somebody coming to claim this kid? Like, whose kid is this? This little Hispanic dude came around and he was like, yeah, that's my kid. So I kind of, you know, walked away a little bit and then looked back, you know, just kind of keep an eye on it, make sure like, okay. And then the kid, I mean, he, the kid gravitated towards the dude like he knew him, like, oh, this is father. I was like, all right, whatever. But it was just weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, I saw this little, this little, like I said, this kid had to have been like maybe four years old. Like I said, I'm just like, why is this kid sitting here on the shelf crying, right? And there's no adult around coming up, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, what the hell's going on here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wasn't gonna approach the kid or nothing, but I was just like, you know, I just kind of felt like, I'll be standing, I'll stand my distance and kind of watch. <laughs> to see if somebody claims this kid, you know what I mean? Because I, I don't want to have another episode of what happened when I went to my cousin's birthday party a couple years ago with that one, I told y'all the story. I ain't gonna repeat it, but, <laughs> about, but about that little kid that was just roaming around the apartment complex by himself, like two or three years old. And I'm out here watching like, oh Jesus, whose kid is this? <sighs> so yeah, man, I feel you on that, Australia. Catch a predator in the PX. Yeah, man, it was in the PX, man. I was like, I was like, why is this kid over here crying? Like, who's kid? Like, like I said, the kid had to be like four years old. Like, whose kid is this? Why is he over here crying? Where is mama and daddy at? Like, what are y'all doing? I think the parents were on the the other aisle. You know what I'm saying? But initially, I was just like, I'm looking around like. I'm looking in the ceiling trying to see where the cameras are. Like, I know some, somebody got to be recording this. Like, I'm just going to stand here and watch. <laughs> you say, folks, these days scare me. My parents wouldn't even let me walk behind them or by the curb. Listen, back when I was a kid, 
Let me see, man. <laughs> I think about I think about back in the eighties when I was a kid. Dude, I used to I used to go outside and be gone all day. I mean, you know where the hell I was half the damn time. We was just out there getting it. I be thinking about that, and then I think about my kids. Ain't no way in the world. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world I could just let my kids roam around unchecked like that. It's too many weirdos. But then it's like there were a bunch of weirdos back then too. You know what I'm saying? But it was just a different mentality. Like we go outside, shoot. I mean, I used to be all over the place, man. Just on my bike, just roaming. Just, I'm talking about just all over the place. Breaking in the stuff, just doing just just doing the most, man. Mom, mom and them had no clue, <laughs> no clue. But that's how all parents were. You just go outside, then that come back in, or she staying in. You know what I'm saying? It was on some crap like that. You can't do that today, man. <laughs> you cannot do that today. I'm dude. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about going to get me them little Apple Air Tags and 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 putting them on my kids so I can track them. You know what I'm saying? You cannot do that crap today, man. I mean, you couldn't do it back then, but you damn sure you got to know where your kids are today, man. Remember that commercial that used to come on TV? It's uh, what was it? It's five o'clock in the morning. Do you know where your kids are? Remember that commercial? Nowadays. It, you can't put a time on it. You just have to be like, do you know where your kids are? <laughs> no matter what time of the day it is, do you know where your kids are? You know what I'm saying? Got to be on some crap like that. Because the weirdos are out, baby. They are out heavy. Yeah, the 5 o'clock in the morning commercial. Do you know where your kids are? Oh, no, it wasn't 5 o'clock. It, was, uh, it was 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock. I don't, I don't know. It was something. It used to come on. It's nine o'clock. It's ten o'clock. Do you know where your kids are, man? It could be. It could be. It could be uh, ten o'clock in the morning. Do you know where your kids? Are? You need to be on some crap like that. <laughs> where are your kids? You know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, there there's a whole bunch of weirdos. The weirdos, weirdos are always there. The only difference is. Weirdos have a way higher chance of being exposed as weirdos than they did back then. Because everybody got a camera, social media, film. there's cameras everywhere. Even if it ain't a cell phone camera, it's a street camera, it's a camera in the store. It's like damn near impossible. You got to go like way out into the boonies to get away from cameras, right? If you live in and around an urban population. But back in the day, it wasn't like that. Back when I was a kid in the 80s and, you know, the 90s, for the most part, it wasn't like that. It wasn't cameras around, so it was easier to be a weirdo and go out there and do crazy things because the chances of somebody recording you were like slim to none. Can't get away with that crap today. Or, I mean, it's extremely, it's way harder to get away with it today, I should say. Yeah, so. Yeah, man, gotta, gotta, gotta protect the babies. At all costs, you know what I'm saying? Protect the babies so that, you know, you don't befriend somebody and then your friend turns around and abuses your trust and then puts your kids in compromising positions. Because, you know, I think about where was these kids' father? You know what I'm saying? Was the father on some pump and dump stuff? 
F them kids type of stuff? Oh, we don't want to think about that aspect, right? Everybody that's out there talking about F them kids, if I can't get full custody, well, y'all know it's quite a few child molesters, right, that have admitted that they prey on kids that don't have father figures, you know what I'm saying? Or strong male in their life. There's quite a few child molesters that purposely target those, those children, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, all y'all who out there on some F the kids type of crap, you might want to think about these things. Are you uh, potentially, you know, setting your kid up to be uh, misused and abused by somebody because you ain't around to protect them? You know what I'm saying? Just something to think about. Children are less protected than grown women these days. Yeah, probably. Don't nobody care about the kids, man. <laughs> Unfortunately. So, anyways, that's all I want to say, man. Um, I can't do these passport bro conversations. I just don't see the point. I don't. I personally, I mean, I don't see what the issue is with dudes wanting to go overseas and do what they do. I mean, the only issue I do have is, you know, I wish some of these dudes would be honest about why they're going over there. But other than that, I really don't give a shit. So I don't even see why people are dragging this debate out of passport bros. Like, why, why is this even a topic? I don't even know. Thankfully, my father was there. He took my mother out of an abusive relationship. Good dude. Shout out to your pops, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to your your daddy. What are you supposed to do, man? If you're going to have babies, go shoot the club up. Take care of them kids, man. Thomas Walker, you a passport bro? Did you get your, your passport bro tattoo? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How do y'all recognize each other? Do y'all throw up uh, y'all throw up the P's and the B's when y'all go out there? Y'all throw up your little P's and B's so y'all can recognize each other? How does this work? What's up, wacky world? Black fathers matter. Fathers matter, period, B. And, you know, I don't, care what, I don't care what race you are. Fathers matter, period. You know what I'm saying? Be a father to the childrens that you uh, chose to, uh, you know, get that woman, you know, help, help create. A lot of dudes on YouTube be lying about going overseas. Of course they do. Look, that's cool. You know, let them live in a lie. Everybody lies on YouTube. Everybody's a high-value man making six figures. Now, now everybody's going overseas, right? Pretty soon, you're going to have some nigga come on here talking about they don't flew on a spaceship to the moon. And next you know, everybody will be like, yeah, we go to the moon all the time, man. We out here getting some moon coochie. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, whatever they... I'm a believer in the mother and the father being in the household together. So, so am I, man. So am I. That's why, you know, me and my wife, we've been married for 16 years, B. You know what I'm saying? We, we both believed in that. Raising our babies. You know what I'm saying? Even though they, they spoiled us all outdoors, but, you know, they're they my babies. You know what I'm saying? Dudes be fronting, women be fronting, everybody be fronting, man.
everybody, everybody be putting on this, this facade to make it seem like they're the man or the woman out in these streets. I'm telling you, you go, you go pull them people up, pull up on them people in real life. A lot of these people are hurting out here. You know what I mean? Hurting. They lying and they hurting. But I'm not going to go out there and expose them. I'm just going to let you do what you do. Wish you success. Hopefully you can make enough money to turn your situation around. A moon coochie, man. <laughs> passport bros is going to become interstellar bros. That's what they're going to become. We ain't passport bros. We, we interstellar bros. I ain't saying, I ain't You know, I told y'all this was going to happen. I remember, I remember I did a video, I want to say months before Kevin Samuels died. I told y'all, I was, I mean, this was like probably about six, seven, maybe eight months before Kevin Samuels died, I did this video. I said, eventually, somebody's going to come along who's going to be the new Kevin Samuels that everybody's going to flock to. Because that's just the way YouTube works. You know, everybody, you know, I remember some people saying, no, man, no. Well, this Austin Holloman dude is the, uh, He's the new hot kid on the block, you know what I'm saying? How long will his hotness last? I don't know. But everybody's talking about him, making videos about him, and he'll be hot for, you know, he'll have his little run, and then guess what? Somebody else will come after him, just like Andrew Tate, right? I ain't, I ain't know who Andrew Tate was till like two or three weeks ago. I never even heard of the dude, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, he, he's like the standard of masculinity, even though he's kicked off the internet or whatever, but before that, it was Kevin, 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 Kevin. And all of a sudden, Andrew, now this Austin Holloman, six, six, uh, six months to a year from now, it's gonna be somebody else, man. Everybody's gonna run to them. This is how it is, man. Everybody gets their time, baby. It's a matter of, can you effectively capitalize off of it when it's your time to be in the spotlight? Came up with the term passport bros. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't, I don't do I don't keep up with the YouTube lingo like that. I could really couldn't tell you. I made an oath to myself that I wouldn't say anything to someone online that I wouldn't say to someone in real life. Nah, B, you gotta go out there and just cuss niggas out. Ain't, they ain't gonna pull up on you. They don't know your name. They don't know what you look like. You ain't got nothing to fear, Australia. Just go out there and do you. You know what I'm saying? Get greasy out in these comments, start cussing niggas out, do the whole thing. You know what I mean? What they gonna do? <laughs> what they gonna do? Nobody knows your name, what you look like, you safe. Stay anonymous. That's what everybody else do. I did it for like, I was on YouTube for like two or three years. Nobody knew what I looked like, but all of a sudden I just cut my camera on one day. And it was like, oh shit, there's you. Like, yeah, it's me, Nick. I've been talking shit ever since. <laughs> I had about, let me see, my first, my first channel, I had about 5,000 subscribers. I ain't never even cut my camera on one time. And I was doing, I never even did a live stream. I was just doing straight pre-record videos. My first channel before it got deleted, nobody knew what the hell I looked like. I was out here talking shit. And then I cut it on, still talking shit. People started making jokes. And they, they realize my live stream joking abilities are better than theirs. <laughs> I'm getting it in. 
But now, you know, here we are. I'm kind of getting bored with black YouTube, to be honest with you. Hmm. I'm kind of bored with black YouTube. I've been in black YouTube since 2016. I've been making videos in black YouTube, so six years. Same conversation, six years, man. Woe is me, white supremacy, B-dubs, and all this other bullshit. Ain't nothing changed. Only thing that's changed is new people created YouTube accounts and started making videos, talking about the same crap everybody's been talking about. So I'm kind of bored with it. You saw what? A two-year-old video of you talking to Arlene. Oh, Yvette Irene? Oh, yeah, that was on her channel two years ago. I don't know. I was on there. I don't even know what the hell he was talking about. I think I just pulled up. Yeah, Irene, Yvette, Yvette, Irene, whatever her name is. She was, she was, uh, when I was talking to her, she was, um, she really wasn't this, this hardcore conservative pro-black that she is today. <laughs> she was, she was a conservative chick, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened. She, 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 uh, she became like this hardcore pro-black. I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know where that, where, where that turn happened, but that was uh, after my time on her channel. So me and Taz was a classic. I barely even remember what I talked about with that dude. I just know, I just know I was clowning him, but I don't, I don't really remember. I don't know. Yeah, you know, those, those, that was when I was having fun. I was way more, I was way more I didn't give a fuck mentality back then, too. Now, you know, I've kind of calmed down. <laughs> I've aged out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've aged out, I've, I've matured. So the video with the dude with the teeth, yeah, I just saw that, it just... Yeah, my video I was clowning that dude actually popped up the other day on my on just a random video on my timeline. I was I clicked my own damn video. I was like, who made this video? I was like, oh shit, I made this. Yeah, I sure did. But that was that was uh that was like that was earlier, that was like late last year I made that video. So that's kind of fairly new. So I think she's a teacher in Butters Institute for Children. He is super pro black. Yeah, Q Butter, I know. I used to clown him all the time. I ain't got no problem with the dude. I think it's commendable what he's doing, even if he is pro-black. I think it's commendable. He's out there trying to educate the babies, so let him do what he do. If he's getting success off it, I don't have an issue with it. But, you know, this whole pro-black thing, I mean, I do have, y'all know my stance on that, but, you know, I, th I think it's a waste of time. <laughs> I think it's a waste of time to be a pro-black. I don't see what you're getting out of it. Mm. Just want to be mad at white folks all day long. Fuck that. Mm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, pro-blacks. I mean, I get it. 
Oh, Jesus. Let me get comfortable with you niggas. All right. Ah, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. It's about money. You, you can make you can get some money up out of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you can't, but <sighs> I just think it's a waste of time. I, you know, I I just don't know how long you can drag this thing out of blaming white folks. Like I say, the people that do it are the people that don't experience any real racism. <laughs> like I I just can't take a young person seriously that's crying racism. It's like. What racism are you crying about, dude? Like, stop, man, stop. People younger than me, I was like, God, you know, it's like, uh, what was that? Did y'all see that TikTok video of this chick talking about what's old girl's name that played the little girl in E.T., uh, Drew, Drew Barrymore? So it was a video of Drew Barrymore outside playing in the rain. Like, the rain is falling on her face. She's outside laughing. Talking about, you know, filming a TikTok video, talking about, yes, this is amazing. If you've never played in the rain before, you're missing out. So this black chick makes this video on TikTok calling Drew Barrymore a racist for playing in the rain. Talking about she's copying black content creators who are running around frolicking through fields, like running through the field and falling over. It's like, what? Like, like since when does, when is it racist for a person to go outside and, playing the rain. You know what I'm saying? Like, when do black, since when do black folks have ownership of who gets to frolic or play in the rain? <laughs> it's like, it'd be the stupidest crap, man. But this person was dead ass talking about, yeah, it's racist. I'm just like, what? Man, get your weird ass up out of here, man. Get your weirdo ass up out of here. But, but them, them the type of people that always cry racism about some crap. Wow, TikTok is full of weird. I just started making TikTok videos two days ago. Put my, for, for my Tech G TikTok, that's it. I ain't doing no dances, I ain't doing none of that shit. <laughs> just tech stuff, that's it. Promoting my tech business. My tech hobby slash business, I should say. But yeah, I don't, I don't be I don't be feeling that crap, man. These fucking weirdos, man. Everybody want to be a goddamn victim all over the damn place. Not me, baby. I'm just gonna go out there and figure figure some shit out to the best of my abilities. You know what I mean? My grandparents always made me get inside when it was raining because of lightning. You should. You mess around and get struck by lightning, you going, you going to the upper room. There was a woman that just got, let me see, a couple weeks ago, she got hit by lightning down here. She up there floating around in the clouds right now. You see lightning, you need to take shelter. I don't care how far away it seems, because you can't be doing that well. You see the lightning, and then you count 1,000, 2,000, and then you hear the boom from the thunder. That's not an accurate measurement of how far that lightning is. I don't know who started that bullshit. But you see some lightning, you need to take cover. As a matter of fact, you need to be more scared of lightning than police whooping your ass. <laughs> you have a greater chance of getting hit by lightning 
and police whooping your ass. So we need to we need to start protesting Mother Nature and lightning strikes. Because lightning strikes, you have a way higher chance of dying from them than police brutality. So we need to protest lightning strikes. That's what the pro-blacks need to do. Protest Mother Nature. So what the fuck am I talking about? What the hell is Crenshaw Veteran 3? Don't hide to a tree when lightning is out. Yeah, get shelter. Go inside. Don't, don't fuck around with that. I'm trying to tell you. I see lightning. I'm in the house. It looks pretty when I'm looking at it from inside. I ain't finna be outside. Getting electrocuted for shit. The white woman got struck. Yeah, well, now this happened. Like I say, I think this was a white woman that got killed too, but this was a... Uh, where this happened? This happened in, um, was it my county or the next county over? I don't know. Anyway, she got hit by a bolt of lightning. Sent her to the upper room. This happened uh, about a month or so ago. I was like, damn, it's a horrible way to go. But it proves it can happen, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> I'm about to go in here and uh, smash some ice cream. I went to Cold Stone earlier. Give me some of this ice cream in my life. Ain't it Labor Day or something? What weekend are we in? Is it Memorial Day or late? No, we're Labor Day. So y'all got any plans for uh, Labor Day? Anybody doing anything special? Y'all just gonna be sitting around here watching YouTube videos like me? What y'all doing? I've been watching 10 minutes and heard two comparisons of black people with gripes. Uh, so you must be one of those woe is me niggas. Here we go. Crenshaw, are you a woe is me? The white man holding me down. Police is hunting me. Are you one of them Negroes? Hmm. I mean, that's a legit question. Are you one of them or you're not? Oh, okay. So if you're not one, what are you, uh, what are you complaining about? Hmm. What's your, what's your, what's your beef? But what you on though? What am I on, man? I'm on my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm on my YouTube channel, nigga. That's what I'm on. You going to church tomorrow, Cyrus? Going to pray to white Jesus? That's what I'm talking about, man. White Jesus will save you. And you're going to get some deep dish pizza. All right. You got some ribs. All right. You're seeing a trend in my conversation. What trend? I've been, listen, what trend? This trend in my conversation has been going on for six years, nigga. <laughs> I think we're past the trend phase. I've been talking like this for six years on YouTube. What trend are you recognizing? This trend has been going on for six years with me, buddy. I've been doing YouTube videos for six years, nigga. <laughs> so... So what's the trend? Help let's, What trend are you recognizing, uh, Crenshaw? What trend? Anti-black trend? Is, is that what you're going to tell me? Let me know what the trend is, man. So we can get on the, so we can get on the same, same wavelength here. I want to I know what you're thinking. 
But Juniper started a 30-day search challenge. I'm going to get on it. All right. Send me uh email me that, that chat. Well, I'll, I'll go Google it. I might make a video about it on my other channel. He said, racial trend. What's the racial trend, Crenshaw? We talk about niggas over here, man. We're talking about black society and the community. What's, so what's, what's the trend? What you saying, man? Let me know what you think, man. Think I'm cooning it up? I know you, I know you want to call me a coon. You think I'm cooning it up real good? Because we coon out hard over here, baby. We throw butter biscuits in the air. You know what I'm saying? We go to the strip club and make it rain butter biscuits. That's what we do. What kind of content I create depends on what you want to watch. So I got two channels, Crenshaw. I got two channels. This channel, we just talk about black culture, black society, and all the ignorance. Occasionally, I'll sprinkle in some positive stuff, but nobody watches those videos. So we just talk about the ratchetness and the ignorance. You can go sub to my other channel. I talk about IT. I teach people how to get jobs to make $100,000 a year. So that's what I do. I coon, I coon it up real good over here. And then when people, and then when people be like, well, what's your solutions? You always complaining, but you ain't got no solutions. I got a whole other channel full of solutions. And guess what? Let me tell you something, Crenshaw. Y'all know, you, you want to know who my biggest audience is over there? So my other channel got over 10,000 subscribers, right? I want to say probably like 90% of my audience is white folks, white folks and Asians. <laughs> so, when, so when niggas be over here talking about, complaining about me complaining, you always complaining, you ain't got no solutions. What your solutions to the problems? I create a whole channel with a solution and none of them niggas ever go watch it. <laughs> but them white folks be soaking it up. They be like, man, you the man. Look at this Negro. This Negro is full of solutions. <laughs> That's what they be in the comments telling me. Thank you, Negro, for giving me the solutions. On how to fix the community, Negro. Thank you. <laughs> That's what white folks be telling me, man. You know what I'm saying? And then they put, and then they, and then they'll bless me with some money over there too. <laughs> That's what we do over here, Crenshaw. Glad you're over here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it, love it. I don't give a fuck, man. We just do what we do over here. This channel is just me to rant and rave. What's, the dem what's your demographics? My demographics is niggas. <laughs> niggas. You know what I'm saying? Niggas. That's it. Straight niggas. I want to hear some nigga talk. You know what I'm saying? They want, to, they want to hear me coon it up. They want to hear me talk about these B-dubs and these dusty niggas. That's what they want to hear. That's it. That's all we talk about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about nothing life-changing over here. Straight ignorance. Grand Canyon, am I working out? Of course I am, man. I went and bought me some... Um, I went and bought me some uh, some high some high protein fat burning uh, uh, cold stone ice cream earlier. I'm about to go work out work out this spoon in my mouth with this ice cream. <laughs> now, I've been working. I mean, I, I took the past two weeks off, so I've been kind of I ain't been doing shit for two weeks. 
I'm about to get back on it, man. After I eat this ice cream, we're getting right to it, Grand Canyon. Getting right to it. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta eat this ice cream first. It's the weekend. Yeah, look. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I told you, man. We 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 slowly getting into it, man. Eventually, I'm gonna start a fitness channel. Eventually, just ain't there yet, man. Nah, man. Listen, I don't. I'm not a fan of vegetables, right? You know, I mean, I eat them whenever my wife makes them. What it is, I prefer to drink my vegetables in green juice. Just, just. You know, just chug it one shot, one kill. You know what I'm saying? But I've been slacking on that. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Put, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go put some vegetables on top of my ice cream, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go put some uh, some carrots on top of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna eat healthy. Cause after a workout, a salad with chopped chicken hits the spot. Yeah, I know. Y'all talking to a dude that used to work out religious. I used to be in the army for 13 years. What do y'all think I did for 13 years? I worked out. I posted a picture. I posted a picture last year of what I used to look like when I was when I was lifting weights. Posted a picture of me and my little wife beater with my muscles all over the place. Niggas, niggas act like niggas really didn't believe that was me. I'm like, I told y'all niggas I used to work out a lot. I just, I just got lazy when I got out the army. Now I'm struggling to get back into shape because the laziness dominated me. I was only supposed to be lazy for two months when I got out, but I couldn't turn that shit off. It felt good. <laughs> the laziness of not having to work out felt good. Not having to go take a PT test felt too good. That two months turned into six years. No, almost seven years. I've been out the Army almost seven years. So it's been seven years uh, trying to figure out how to overcome laziness. I, I go start. Have a solid run for about two, three months. Then next thing you know, I accidentally fall into a barbecue or a cruise ship and just fuck it all up. You know what I'm saying? That's been the struggle, man. If people stop throwing barbecues and they stop having cruise ships, maybe I can get focused. If they stop building ice cream shops around the corner from my house, maybe I can get focused. So I, I blame society, man. I blame the white man and, and niggas. I blame the white man for the ice cream shops and cruises, and I blame niggas for barbecues. <laughs> they hold, they holding my fitness down. <laughs> Says don't eat at night. Yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll try, we'll try that. And I'll let you know how that goes. We'll try. How long? How long did it take for the military-induced PTSD to go away? According to my therapist, it never goes away. It just comes and goes. You know what I'm saying? I could be chilling and not even notice it, and then all of a sudden, boom! I'm teleported back to Afghanistan. <laughs> just comes and goes, you know what I'm saying? So basically, I don't, people, I don't, think, I don't think people ever get over PTSD. Just comes and just does its own thing. Yeah, you get hungry after a workout, super facts. I'd be starving after a workout. Mm. I'm 
I'm gonna create the G Fitness channel, man. I'm, a, I'm about to motivate you niggas, right? I'm about to motivate y'all, man. I'm gonna show y'all how to do this, son. I'm gonna create a whole channel. I'm gonna take pictures and all that crap. Show y'all, I'm gonna track my progress. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna upload the videos till after I'm in really good shape, though. <laughs> so when niggas start making jokes, I can, I can go on camera and show you what I look like, you know, presently. Like, hey, man, you know, chill out with the jokes. I'm actually looking, looking man be status out of here. We're gonna start a fitness channel eventually. Motivate you niggas. But then when I start the fitness channel, it's gonna be nothing but like white folks watching my videos anyway. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, glad we had this talk, y'all. Been like 10 days. I ain't spoke to y'all in a minute. You know what I'm saying? I feel like y'all need some motivation in your life. I feel like y'all need somebody to tell you ain't shit so you can get your life together. You know what I mean? That's what I'm here for. I'm here to tell you that you ain't shit so that you can get your life together. Everybody else, they're here to fill your head up with lies. G Dizzle's here to tell you that you ain't worth a damn. You need to go do some shit with your life. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm here for, baby. Could you lose 20 pounds in one month? You can. It's probably hella unhealthy. And I think, look, when I was in the military, we was always told three to five pounds a month is, is, is safe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're losing 20 pounds in one month, you want some extreme dieting. And it's probably not, it's probably not healthy for you because more than likely you're going to gain all that weight back. So if you just, you should just average three to five pounds a month, you should be good. If you do about five pounds a month, all right, what I, what I say? Hold up, let me think. If you could lose like half a pound a week or a pound a week, you should be good. So that's like four or five pounds a month, you should be straight. Eating two meals a day works for me. Now I gotta eat. Fuck that. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I got to get it in. Just drink more water, man. When I used to work out a lot, I used to drink. I used to drink a ton of water. So I would drink. I would drink like a a bottle of water before I ate a meal. Like I would chug like a little you know standard bottle of water, and then I would go in there and eat my lunch or whatever, and that would help suppress my appetite a little bit. So prevent me from overeating. That's when I was like really active working out. So a lot of little things you can do. But up your water intake. That's another thing I gotta do. I don't drink enough water. I've been getting headaches, man. So that's like I mean, as of lately, I've been getting like these serious headaches. I don't know if it's like migraines, because I've had migraines in the past, but we're not at the full-blown migraine stage, but I think I notice it like immediately if I'm not drink, if I haven't drank enough water that day, I start getting these goddamn headaches. So I gotta start chugging more and more water. I've never had Fiji water. I just drink water, man. Filtered water. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Royce, it's listed on my claim. I got that listed on my claim, migraines. Like, when I got when I got out the military, I had, it's on my paperwork, saying I got migraines, because I've actually had them. 
But like I say, as of, I want to say just within like the past two months or so, at least once a week, I get like this crazy headache, man. And I'm not, I'm not sure if it's because of migraines or because I'm not drinking enough water or I'm staring at computer screens too much. Like, I don't know if, I'm thinking it's a combination of me staring at a screen too much and me not drinking enough water that's causing headaches with me. I don't know. But it's at least once a week, I get like these crazy headaches, man. I got to go home and I got to pop the little aspirins, go home and lay down and, you know, cut the fan on and make it dark in the room and take a nap. At least once a week I got to do that. I've been having to do that crap for the past, like, month or two now. But I'm thinking it's because I'm not drinking enough water. So I got I to get back on this water thing. Yeah, I've had my blood pressure checked. They gave me some blood pressure pills. <sighs> I didn't really take them. They was making me dizzy. But I was like, you know what? Let me just start working out again. So I started working. That was one of the reasons. Cause that was one of the reasons why I started working back out. Cause it was like, oh, you gotta get these blood pressure pills. Your blood pressure's too high. So I was like, fuck that. I'm not a fan of pills like that. So that's why I started working back out. Earlier this year, I was I was going. I was working out a lot. Um, like I said, I fell off for the past two or three weeks. <laughs> so I got to get back on it. I'm a fan of trying to fix things the natural way. Think I need well. I don't think I, I don't. I don't think I need glasses. Well, you know, I take that back. I do notice my vision is not as crisp as it used to be, but I attribute this to me being a 42 year old man. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you know, I've been using my eyeballs for 42 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been using my eyeballs for 42 years, so maybe I'm getting to that point where. I may have to get my eyes examined. I've never had to wear glasses a day in my life. I've always had 20-20 vision. But I do notice, I mean, it is noticeable now that things aren't as sharp as they used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can actually notice it. But I attribute that to maybe that's because I'm getting older. But then I also think about I work I work I work in IT and I stare at computers all the time. So I wonder if that's a factor. Maybe I got to go invest in those special computer glasses. I think I'm going to have to go look into those because they make glasses specifically for people that look at computers all day. So I might have to go check invest into those. Yeah. I don't know about the sinus headaches. And somebody said, Carrie said, it could be the blood pressure. Maybe. My thing is, like I say, I know what I got to do. I have to drink more water, which I've been slacking on. And I have to start working out. I have to be consistent with my workouts. All right. I do that. Most of my problems will go away. At least I'm hoping. <laughs> but I also have to remember, I'm 42. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not old, but I'm not. Young, young either, you know what I'm saying? So I have to be mindful that I am getting older. 
It's just part of this, the way life goes, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> nah, I ain't writing no books, B. I ain't got that kind of time. I'll make videos. You know how many research papers I've written? I ain't writing shit. <laughs> I don't even like writing for my blog, my tech blog. I hate writing for that. I gotta write for that crap, you know what I mean? I ain't writing no damn books. Ain't like y'all niggas gonna read it anyway. <laughs> ain't like y'all gonna read it anyway. You know what I'm saying? I write a book, ain't man one of y'all gonna read it any goddamn way. So, cause niggas don't be reading books. Yeah, yeah, I think it's part of the water, man. I'm not drinking enough water. I mean, I, you know, I used to, I keep, I used to drink like half a gallon of water a day back in the day. But I was also way more physically active to the point where I had, I had, I had no choice but to drink damn water because I was always thirsty. But I'm nowhere near as physically active as I used to be. You know, you rewind the clock 10, 15, 20 years ago. I got a desk job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I was in the Army, I wasn't behind a desk all the time. I was always out there doing some shit from like starting at 5 o'clock in the morning and then getting off at like 5 in the evening. But um, I got a desk job, you know what I'm saying? I've graduated to a desk job. I don't have to go to PT at 5 o'clock in the morning and run three miles. And <laughs> so I'm nowhere near as active as I used to be, which is probably why I don't drink no more, nowhere near as much water as I should. I mean, I do drink water every day, but I don't drink it. I'm not drinking a half a gallon like I used to back in the day. I need to drink more water. Yeah, yeah, I know, Carrie. A lot of this stuff is reversible. I'm not, I know that. It's just, you know, I don't got lazy, man. <laughs> Listen, dude, y'all don't understand. I told you I was in the Army for 13 years. I know I keep saying it, but shit, I, we really were running three, four, five miles, push-ups, sit-ups, jumping out of planes, Going on ruck marches, just doing all kind of G.I. Joe Rambo shit for 13 years. I got out the army, man. I was like, fuck that. It's time to be lazy out in these streets. And then I got injuries and shit. So you know, I'm not going to sit here in front. I'd be lazy as hell. But I, I've earned the right to be lazy. Now, and I, gotta, I know what I got to do. It's just the motivation factor isn't there. <laughs> the motivation factor just sometimes isn't there like it should be. It's just like, ugh. I know I gotta do it, but uh, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> I'll start next week. <laughs> Let me eat this ice cream first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's kind of that's kind of way it goes, huh, man? But now we're gonna get it right, though, man. We're gonna get it right. Fuck all that. I'll show you how to do this, son. Just drink a lot of water, too. We had a five-gallon water jug. It's delivered every month. Like, oh, wow. You just like my wife. My wife be having. But she don't have the five-gallon water jugs, but she'll go to uh, Sam's, and she'll just, like, load up on bottles of water, just water galore. That's her thing. But it helps her keep track of her water intake. That's why she does it. I don't know. My wife, she's like heavily into fitness. 
and drinking water and eating healthy. <laughs> She's way more into it than I am. I'll be like, I remember, I remember, what was it, like two months ago, two or three months ago, I was like, I'm going for a walk. My wife said, I'm going to come with you. Let's go walk together. I was like, all right. I just totally forgot my wife. She's she's like she's out there walking like a champion, right? So we go for this walk. I'm thinking, all right, and we're gonna walk about two miles. I right, ain't gonna be nothing. Nigga, my wife went out there and blew my ass away. I'm just like, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, why is this woman walking so damn fast? My wife walks fast as shit. <laughs> she walks fast as hell. I'm just like, slow your ass down. Like, why are you walking so fast? And then she'll go walk. She ain't doing no two miles. She's doing like three, four miles. I'm like, all right. After two miles, I was like, I'll meet you at the house. I'm done. <laughs> You're not about to walk me to death out of here. Get the hell out of here. But she be out there getting it, though. Matter of fact, she, I just bought her some damn new running shoes today while we was out. Some walking running shoes. So she be out there getting it. I need to get out there and get it too, but I hate walking. I hate I hate cardio. Yeah, she do, man. My wife be on it, man. My wife is a champion. She be in here working out like a champion. I told you I got a whole gym in my garage. I made, I built. She uses it way more than me. <laughs> I even got a little miniature sauna thing up in there. I bought her. She be she be in there getting it. She'll come in here. You know, my wife works from home, right? So she got her little office in the front. And then in the living room, she'll put on, like, Trap Cardio. So there's a YouTube channel called Trap Cardio, right? So she'll put it. So it's a bunch of black women, this little this little uh, limp-wrist black dude, right? But they've been there doing this Trap Cardio, getting it. I'd be like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? They've been there just sweating and doing all kind of shit. You know, they, they got Meek Mill playing and all these Trap rappers and they been there getting it. And she'll do that. Then she'll go, she'll go walk out in front of the neighborhood and she'll link up with this old, this old black lady and her husband. They be out there walking like a million damn miles and they be, they be moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I try, like I said, I tried to go out there with her one day and I was like, I was like, nigga, I'm gonna walk on my own. You doing too much for me. But she be out there getting it though. You know what I'm saying? My woman. I gotta get it too. I'm just, I'm just lazy right now. <laughs> I'm just lazy right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, trust me. I, I get it. I know all. Listen, you're not telling me stuff. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not like a you know fitness expert, astray. All the stuff I do know. My problem is laziness, lack of motivation. That's it. <laughs> I'm like unmotivated to do a lot of stuff, you know, when it comes to that. Even though I know I should, I'm just unmotivated. You know what I'm saying? I used to do it so much, I've become unmotivated. But I know I need to, and now it's just, I gotta get the motivation. Hmm. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the motivation, man. I'm gonna get motivated on you niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna show y'all how this motivation works. That's what I'm about to show y'all. I've been saying this for a year. I'm about to show y'all for real. <laughs> mm. I'm about to get it. We we uh, what's today? Today's Saturday. We starting Monday. Monday I'm a 
I'm gonna go to my gym in my garage. I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna think about what I'm gonna do, and we're gonna do it on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start Monday, man. We're gonna, we we doing legs on Monday. We're doing legs on Monday, baby. Squats and all that crap. I got a little squat rack up in there. We're getting it in. Then Tuesday, cardio. Wednesday, chest, back, abs. Thursday, cardio. Friday, shoulders and arms. And then Saturday, some more cardio. We're getting it in. We're going full beast, full man beast status on you niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to show y'all how to do this, son. Show y'all how to be a high high value fitness guy. <laughs> ah. Team Light Skin got to represent out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. All right, y'all. My ice cream's calling me. All this, all this talk about fitness got me hungry. <laughs> All this talk about fitness got me hungry. Gotta get my ice cream. Y'all messing up my, my ice cream time. Time to become the third Hodge twin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas goofy as hell. They're a little too corny for me, but you know, whatever. All this talk about fitness is interrupting my ice cream time. We're talking about fitness tomorrow. I gotta go stuff my face with this damn ice cream that I bought. When you gonna stream from your Mad Mulatto channel? I'm I'm probably shutting that channel down, Carrie. <laughs> so let me talk about that. Since Carrie's a part of the uh she watches the Golden Sphere content. So here, here here's my, my two cents on the Golden Sphere. Too many of them niggas got problems. Listen, I can tolerate the Manosphere, the black Manosphere, the Golden Sphere. Mm. Too many of them people over there got too many issues I don't want to be associated with. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be associated with it. I, I don't. Listen, nope. I'm good. <laughs> Males and females, I'm good. I might cloud watch them, but I'm good. They are dysfunctional as fuck. I'm not, I'm not a dysfunctional biracial. I think I live a pretty good life. I think I've made pretty damn good decisions in life. I'm not, I, listen, I'm just, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, go from one area of dysfunction to another area of dysfunction. You see what I'm saying? I've grown comfortable over the years with these dysfunctional Negroes in the manosphere. I can't start all over in the golden sphere. You know what I'm saying? With these dysfunctional light skin and birations. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I, and I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I don't want I don't want to sit here and listen to them whine and cry all the goddamn time about how hard it is to be a mixed race person, light skin person. Cause I don't I don't understand it. <laughs> I personally don't understand that angle. I'm just like I've had a pretty good life. Fuck you just talking about I'm, I'm, I've had a pretty good life. I'm not saying that everybody's life is like mine. I'm just saying. I just uh, I don't want to go from one one woe was me group to another one. You know what I'm saying? And then you got you just got some weirdos over there. You know what I'm saying? You got niggas over there 
accused of, you know, all kind of goofy stuff. I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, I don't think I want to attach my name to any of that bullshit. I'm good. Some of them people got real fucking problems over there in the, in the Golden Sphere. <laughs> real problems. I don't want to be a part of that fuck shit over there with them people. Always whining and crying and complaining and beefing and a bunch of weird-ass motherfuckers over there. And I guess because if you're a light-skinned and mixed race, you're just supposed to automatically co-sign them. Fuck them niggas, too. <laughs> I don't know them niggas either. Just because we, we mixed, that don't, that don't mean, what, I'm supposed to automatically be on your team? You're just another weird mixed nigga making videos, as far as I'm concerned, you know, with some of them people. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's just how I look at it. It's like... And I had some people, you know, try to, you know, make some sneak comments about me. Somebody said something. What did this person say? Uh, you just over here. You, when, I, when I was making videos, you know, I only made like a grand total of like six videos or whatever. So, <laughs> somebody said, you just over here just trying to build a name off of the Golden Sphere and off the work we put in. I'm like, bitch, I've been doing this for six fucking years on YouTube. What the fuck is you talking about? I've been talking about this shit. I just didn't make it a central focus. <laughs> but I've been talking about this mixed race shit for like six years on YouTube. What the fuck is you talking about? Hmm. So, you know, whatever. I had to block a few from my channel. They called themselves trolling me after I told them to get therapy. Yeah, some of them do need it. Males and females. So, you know what I mean? They just too much for me. They just too much. I'm just like, listen. At least with these these Manosphere dudes, I've you know I've grown to laugh at it. But something I just I, I just I can't. This is too much for me. You know what I'm saying? I guess I'll cloud watch. But you know I don't want to be. I guess I want to be on some of the panels with some of these people. Maybe some people on these panels. I don't know, man. I think some of these people are like slow, like legit, not all the way there. And maybe that's no fault of their own. I don't know, but I sometimes listen to these conversations. I just be like, what is this person talking about? What the fuck is this? What does this got to do with anything? Hey, what are they talking about? Some of these people. They just, they just you know, they're just the, 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 mixed, the mixed version of the manosphere. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. If there were more, if some of them were more entertaining, I mean, I do, like I said, if, if, if some of them were more entertaining, I'd probably watch more or maybe even be in the comments, but some of them just lack the entertainment. Like, at least with the Manosphere, with some of these crazy niggas, I'm, I can, I'm guaranteed to get a good laugh. Guaranteed, you know what I'm saying? With some of them, it's just like, okay, <laughs> you're boring. <laughs> Why am I listening to this bullshit? So now, nah, man, I'm I'm uh, I'm tapping out. You know what I'm saying? Let them do what they do. Much success to them. I don't I don't I don't want to I'm good. I'll just I'll just do I'll just do what I do over here, and I'll entertain them white folks on Tech G. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I do, man. I got my niggas over here, and I got my white folks and Asians over there. You know what I'm saying? Can't do can't do the mix thing. It's just like the whole mix here is just it's just too much. I mean, they 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 taking it too. You got 
What's another one? You got some of them. Some of them take it way too serious, man. What, what, what's your man's name? Caesar Cannon. Is that, is that his name? Uh, look, I don't know this dude. I've, I've probably seen like maybe two of his videos. I mean, listen, he he might be a great dude. I don't know. He looks like he reminds me of a light skinned baby from Cash Money. Like, and just and then he just happens to be from New Orleans. But I think I seen some video he did. I don't know, what, what was this nigga saying? He was saying something like, what the fuck was this nigga talking about? I don't know, I can't remember what he said, but some of them, how do I, I'm trying to think, how do I phrase this, man? Some of them, it's like they take, it's, it's like they take, the, some of them take this YouTube thing way too serious to where they're actually trying to form like a cult. I don't want to say a cult, but like they, like they can control who can and can't make videos in the golden sphere. I'm just like, how does one stop that? All I gotta do is just put hashtag golden sphere on this video. I make golden sphere videos. <laughs> like you can't, like you can't, I'm not saying Caesar did that, but it was something he said that just kinda, you know, I was looking at him like, okay. But it's it's, 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 a, it's a little it's a little weird, man. Like I say, I still watch some of them. Like I watch Angry Biracial, but I've known him before the whole Golden Sphere thing, so I don't have an issue with that dude, but some of these other ones, I just be like, mm. I don't know. <laughs> some of y'all are doing too much for me. You know, much much success to them, though. I'm not going to stop them. I'm not going to tell them they can't, what they can and can't do. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing, Caesar is our leader thing. That's, that's what I was trying to get to. Like I said, I don't know Caesar. Might be a great dude. I don't know. I've only seen a couple of his videos. I freaking don't know. But this whole declaring somebody as a leader, I'm just like, huh? What? <laughs> what? These are just niggas. These are just light skinned and mixed niggas making videos. Like, how do you, how does how does one make how how do you become a leader? How do you how do you forbid somebody from making videos? I mean, do you have control of their phone? Are you paying their cell phone bill? Are you standing outside with, you know, getting ready to cut their internet connection off? Like, how do you, I, I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the weirdest thing. That's why I don't do clicks and crews. I mean, I just, do me, man. Go ahead and make my videos, bump my, run my mouth and keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? But some, of these, some people want, they want to form clicks and crews. I'm just like, why? Just, just make your videos and keep it pushing. Say what you want to say. Talk about what you want to talk about. Keep it pushing, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm a, I, I don't agree. I'm just like, I don't understand this whole, how, how you going to set rules on, I mean, how do you set rules on a platform that you don't even own? You, you don't, you, you don't work for YouTube. You didn't make you not you know you didn't make YouTube. You're just a a person that creates content. How do you impose rules on what others can and can't talk about? You know, it's like these manosphere niggas. Remember, remember some of these manosphere niggas like Angry Man. They be around here talking about if I see you in somebody else's chat, are you talking about this? You're banned. You're kicked out of the club. It's like what, nigga? <laughs> How you gonna sit here and control what somebody does with their channel? G Dizzle is gonna talk about what G Dizzle wants to talk about. 
Whether you like it or not, whether you subscribe or not, I don't give a fuck. Like, you ain't gonna sit here and tell me what I can and can't talk about. It's my channel. You know what I'm saying? Do what you do on yours, I do what I do on mine. If I want to hashtag, whatever I want to hashtag, I do it. But some people, that's what they want to do. Like I say, I saw that with the Manosphere, now they're doing it in the Golden Sphere. It's like, okay. I know somebody in the Golden Sphere gonna watch this and respond. I don't give a fuck what y'all niggas talk about. <laughs> y'all, y'all can, here, let me give y'all a screenshot for your thumbnail. All right, you got it? That was, that was the screenshot y'all could use for your thumbnail when you talk about me, if y'all do, but... I don't know. Some of them got issues, man. But, you know, I, I just wish they were more funny. If they were funny like the Manosphere niggas, you know, I'd probably be over there roasting and clowning with them. But they're not funny. Like, a lot of them just aren't funny, man. They, they're missing that entertainment factor. You know what I'm saying? The Black Manosphere has the dysfunction, but they got the entertainment factor down to a science. The Golden Sphere, dysfunctional, but they... Haven't figured out this entertainment thing yet. It's like, nigga, entertain me with your dysfunction. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm here to see some entertaining dysfunction. You know what I mean? <sighs> Plus, another thing, another reason is I can't keep coming up with biracial topics to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, me, me personally, this is me. I can't. I, I've run, I've exhausted my list. I had a list of like eight videos. I've ex well, my TV on? I had a list of like eight, eight, um, what the hell was I saying on my TV? Cut my damn TV on. I've exhausted my list of uh, biracial topics, man. Cut my damn TV on. this thing been on the entire time? I got one of these OLED TVs, man. You gotta, you can't leave these things on all the time. I still mess around and produce uh, burn-in on your screen. But I gotta check, make sure this thing, how long this thing been on? I paid a lot of cheese for this TV. I'll show y'all my TV. Some of you broke niggas my TV on. You over here doing things in life. Okay, let's see if we good. I thought this thing was off. This thing been on the entire time. Mm. <sighs> All right, what are we talking about? So, there's only so many biracial issues. Yeah, man. Look, I'm not saying everybody got to be the same. I'm just speaking from my personal perspective. I ran out of subjects to talk about. <laughs> I ran out of stuff to talk about. You know what I mean? I think it's interesting listening to some of them talk. You know, I learned a couple things here and there. But I personally ran out of stuff to talk about. I was like, well, it wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't grow up like that. I didn't experience that. I'm cool. I didn't really have issues like that, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to sit here and make up shit just to have content either. That's just for me. Them, they might have a gang of content. That's cool. I just don't have that experience. I was like, shit, much. I was chilling growing up. I didn't really have issues like that. Yeah, I have a little, 
little jokes here and there, biracial, and you know, we were snapping and clowning back. Was, uh, that was just what we did. Yeah, I didn't take any offense to it, you know what I mean? That's just me, though. I was just opting for the chance to get a, a... Yeah, man, so... I'll keep cloud watching, though. That's what I do. I cloud watch. Some of them. All right, y'all. It's ice cream time. Let me see. I don't have a problem being mixed. Yeah, listen. I mean, I, I just... Listen, like I said, I grew up around black folks, right? And when I was growing up, it wasn't like we had like these, we never had these conversations about me being mixed race. I mean, occasionally it'll come up if somebody asks me, and then I'll be like, yeah, I'm mixed. But it wasn't like we sat around and had like these deep intellectual conversations about me being biracial. <laughs> am, I, am I part of the buffer class? Am I, am I trying to take out black folks or are black people trying to, do they hate me because I'm mixed? I mean, I, I went to an HBCU for crying out loud, Tuskegee University. I never like really had these conversations. I mean, we just didn't have them. We wasn't like nothing to talk about, you know what I'm saying? I told you, it wasn't until I came on YouTube and then I went down the whole biracial mulatto rabbit hole and started watching all these videos. I was like, oh shit, niggas is really going in on people like me. But. When that happened, I was probably, I was probably in my thirties when that happened. You know what I'm saying? So I don't went like a whole thirty something years and never really hearing these conversations until YouTube. So, but like I said, my 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 experience was chill for the most part. I didn't really have no. I mean, like I said, we we get into a couple fights here and there. Somebody might make a light skin joke, mixed race joke. But then I was out there making my jokes too. I was I was I was lighting niggas up with African booty scratcher jokes back in the day. <laughs> we was getting it in. We was vicious, and we we didn't have cancel culture back then. It was just a free for all. You could say whatever you want. We was getting it in. Tar babies, all that stuff. We was going in. But then they called me graham crackers, dirty white boys. It was no hose bar. We we was all getting it in. You know what I'm saying? We we either we gonna cry together and laugh together. Get into a couple fights and then, you know, make up and go on about our business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, give a fuck. We was getting it in back in them days. Everybody was getting these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. I, I used to like to fight back in the day. I thought fighting was the best thing in the world. I got I got scars on my body still. I'm supposed to fight. But nowadays, you know, you can't, you know, some people, you know, I guess they took it to heart. I didn't. I just, I just thought it was just how, how things were. This is how we grew up. You know what I mean, I didn't take it to heart. This is how, this is how things are supposed to go. When you come to the YouTubes, some people, like I say, I'm not saying that their experiences aren't legit. They have the right to feel how they want to feel. I'm just saying I struggle to identify with that because I didn't grow up. I grew up different. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just grew up. You know, this is what we do. We, we're young. We're young kids and adolescents trying to figure shit out. So we're going to go out here and snap and crack jokes and, and make it do what it do. Get in the fights and all kind of shit.
I won fights. I lost fights. I got jumped. Uh, I don't think I've ever participated in jumping somebody. I don't think I ever did that. But this is what we did, man. Life was great back then. <laughs> Life was amazing. It was real. Life was in 3D. You pulled up. You really pulled up on niggas. You know what I'm saying? But you know, let them do what they do. I wish them the I wish them the best. I, like I said, I just don't have I just don't have enough content to create. I mean, I don't have enough genuine content to add to the discourse. I put it that way. As far as the direction, some of the people in that space want the thing to go. I don't have enough content to add to that discourse because my biracial experience isn't full of woe is me. <laughs> it's just not. It just never was. You know what I'm saying? So. <sighs> I miss the days when all the kids were outside. Yeah. Well, those days are gone, Cyrus. Those days are gone, buddy. Get your kids involved in sports or some type of... That's why I got my kids taking martial arts. Um, my oldest does jujitsu and Muay Thai kickboxing. And I got him involved in that because if it wasn't if I don't, he'd be upstairs glued to his computer every goddamn day. So I, have to, I was like, fuck that. You got to get out of the house and do something. So I got him out here. And plus, my son's never been in a fight before, too. My son's 16. He's never been in a fight. Ever. So I got to learn how to. So I got to learn how to fight, cause God forbid he gets to a real fight, my son going down for the count. <laughs> He's never been in a fight before. That's a good thing and a bad thing. It's good, cause he didn't grow up in an environment where he had to fight. But it's bad that he never been in a fight before. You know, so he don't know what it feels like to get punched in the face. You know, and get knocked out or potentially get knocked out and have to figure out how to defend yourself. His old man. You see this? I got a, I got a scar right here on my forehead. I think I got that. How did I get this scar? No, wait, this scar came from. Oh, yeah, no, I got. I remember how I got this. So I was like six years old, and I decided to walk on top of the monkey bars. I remember the monkey bars outside, the metal monkey bars. So I'm my little six, seven year old dumbass. I decided, let me get on top of the monkey bars and walk across the monkey bars. And I, while I was walking, about halfway through, I slipped and fell and banged my head on the damn metal bar and fell off the damn thing and hit the ground. I think I actually saw stars, like the cartoons. <laughs> so, so anyways, I fell off that, fell to the ground. I think I cried for about 30 seconds and got back up and went, went and played. <laughs> so I think that's how I got that scar. I got some other scars. I got scars on my hands from punching. But kids these days, they don't do that shit. Like, anybody remember the playground when we was kids back in the 80s? The jungle gym, the monkey bars and the swings, all that was on blacktop concrete. You, anybody seen what the kids' playgrounds look like today? They got, they got all these little fancy things, but the ground is all this soft, cushiony stuff, this little foam material. Back in the 80s, you fell down. You was hitting the concrete, scraping knees up, breaking bones, all that crap, B. That stuff made you tough. That stuff made you a man. We need to bring back blacktop concrete. Make these kids tough, man. 
I'm saying? Fall down, bust your ass, learn how to get back up. It was bloody back in them days, but we needed that. That's what made us men. <laughs> That's what made us tough. Nowadays, kids falling on pillows and shit. Like, I remember, I remember when I was a kid, we used to climb the, the little, um, what do you call it? The, the little swing, not the swing, but the slide, right? You know, every, you, know you got the little play, playground area with the slide. But then on the slide, you had like the little roof thing. So we used to climb on top of the roof thing, on top of the slide, and we'd be like 15, 20 feet in the damn air, jump off that shit and fly out, act like we flying to the ground. Like we was getting it in. We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> we used to climb trees. Anybody, anybody remember climbing trees back in the day? I'm talking about we, we would climb trees and try to go to the top of them shits. Like, like little monkeys for real. We was getting it in. We'd climbing trees. Who remembers having rock fights? Anybody have a rock fight back in the day? We would actually pick up gravel rocks and be launching them shits like, like fucking missiles at each other. <laughs> we was doing all, and this is elementary school, y'all. This is straight elementary school. I ain't even, we're not even talking middle school. Elementary school, we was, we was savages. We were savages, rock fights, all that crap. Couldn't tell, couldn't tell us shit. Come home, bloodied up. Parents give you a Band-Aid and send you right back outside, man. <laughs> Be gone all day drinking out of water hoses and shit. Just surviving off random water hoses. Anybody remember that? Or if you find you some change, you go down to the candy lady. Get you a little flip. Anybody remember the little flips, the candy lady? For those y'all know what a flip is, basically she just she just froze some Kool-Aid in a cup. <laughs> she made some Kool-Aid, put it in a little cup, threw it in the freezer, and she's selling it for like 25, 50 cents. We go to the candy lady on our break. Get us a little flip. You know, give us a little sugar so we can keep moving until <laughs> it was time to go home. Yeah, we launch rocks uh, to pound. It was getting it in with the rocks, man. We used to, we used to. I remember we. Used to, I, I still, I still remember this. We used to, we used to make uh, water balloons and sneak them on the school bus, right? And then when we're going to school, we be we had the bus windows rolled down because our bus drivers didn't give a fuck what we did. So cars be driving by, we be throwing water balloons at the cars from the. I remember one day, I remember this vividly, right? There was this dude, this was like back in like, this is like the late 80s. I remember this, late 80s, early 90s. Anyways, we was in the back of the bus. We had our water bottle, our water balloons. And I remember this guy, was this white dude was driving this, this uh, drop-top convertible. And he was riding next to the school bus. So as we got ready to turn to go down our street towards the school, he was still going straight. I, my friend threw, was it him or me? I don't know, it was one of us. We threw that damn water balloon at that window. That thing landed right in his damn lap in that, in that convertible. And boy, we saw him go, oh, what the fuck? But he kept going straight, and we had already cut the corner to go to the school. And of course, you know, we, we got off the bus real quick and ran to the damn building. But man, I never forgot that shit. I, that was the funniest shit in the world. I don't know if that dude survived. Hopefully he survived and didn't crack, crack, crack crash his car, but we was on some shit like that. We was getting it in. We was getting it. We were savages back then. We were savages. We didn't care. <laughs> we didn't care, but these kids today, man, don't know nothing about that. Don't know nothing about that shit. Fights on the bus used to be lit. 
playground fight. I remember I got into this fight, this kid named Joe Ellie. We actually had a meet me at the three o'clock, meet me at three o'clock at the playground moment. So I remember, <laughs> I remember Joe Ellie was like, he didn't want to fight. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you. I, I, I was like, fuck that. We fighting, we fighting. I remember that the crowd, everybody in the school was amping it up. Like, ooh, ooh, G, G gonna whoop him. We gonna whoop him. So I get out there like, yeah, yeah, we finna do this now, son. We finna do this. Dude, we're like fifth or sixth grade. Like, fuck that. We fighting. You know what I'm saying? Everybody surrounded us. I think there were some teachers watching from the windows. They ain't even gonna fuck. So we doing the whole thing. Anybody remember this? You, you lean up on each other. You hit me first. No, you hit me first. You hit me. So we did that whole bit for about two, two minutes, right? Then finally, I was like, fuck that. I threw a punch at this dude, and I missed, and I slipped. Joelle, <laughs> me and Joelle are friends now, but Joelle, <laughs> that motherfucker jumped on me and punched me in my face twice. I was done. I was like, all right, I quit. So it's funny. So <laughs> it's so funny because, like I said, this is like fifth, sixth grade. We, 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 we did the whole meet me at the playground three o'clock thing. I don't even know why we was fighting, but I let everybody in the school hype me up. And I was out there like on some shit like, yeah, I'm finna fuck this. I'm over talking cash shit like, yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna give it to this nigga. I'm finna fuck this nigga up. I swung and missed, and then that nigga clocked me. It was over with. I got roasted. <laughs> I got clowned for like a whole week off of that shit. But then after that, life went back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, me and Joella, we friends now. But I still think about that shit. I was like, man, I can't believe that. I got my ass. That nigga, that nigga fucked me up that day. Well, he fucked me up in terms of fifth grade status. But he didn't want to fight. I wanted to fight. I wanted to prove everybody I was the man. And fucked around and got my ass kicked. <laughs> you can't do that today. You can't do that today. Those are the good old days. All right, y'all, it's ice cream time. We've been talking. What time is it? Look at my water. Oh, shit, it's almost 11 o'clock. All right, good talk, y'all. Hopefully, y'all got motivated to do something with your life. Shout out to everybody out there doing things. Go sub to the Tech G channel if you want to learn IT. I'll probably come back on here in a couple days, and we're going to coon it up again, throw some butter biscuits around. Y'all be safe. I'm about to go stuff my face, eat ice cream, and we'll start working out on Monday. All right, be easy, peace.